oh my god, hello, welcome back to Really Bearable. I'm your host, Stanny Romanello. Do you remember me from college, from high school? You work in my doctor's office? <laughs> Whoever, Whoever's listening, hello. <laughs> I literally, I, I will drop this podcast. I will meet someone at a grocery store and I'll be like, do you like pop culture? Do you like little hairy men? Check out my podcast. I'm not even kidding. So I have no idea who's even listening, but welcome back. Um, it's so funny. A lot, of, a lot of my friends did not like last week's episode, including my sister. She said I was too aggressive. I didn't mind it. I actually liked my segment, but what are you going to do? Trial and error. I'm probably going to keep the segment, but keep it to once a month or so. But, um, whatever. You can't please everyone, right? Am I right? Um, but in today's episode, we are going to talk about Britney Spears and her free bit, free Britney movement. So without further ado, I'm going to give you a play-by-play of the documentary Framing Britney. Really quick, um, this documentary is by the New York Times. It is so fantastic. You need to watch it. Um, I just thought it was such a good documentary that I wanted to do a podcast about it. So this is not my research. I took all of this from the documentary and... I highly suggest watching it. It was fantastic. I hope you're cozy, little D's. I hope you're nice and cozy because this is a long-ass episode. Since 2008, Britney Spears has been under a legal conservatorship under her father. A conservatorship is a person, official, or institution designed to take over and protect the interests of a person that can't take care of themselves. So a lot of times... Older people with dementia will have this, and um, the person that takes over, you know, does things like pay their bills, get them food, you know, arrange their living arrangements and stuff like that. So Britney Spears is in the middle of a legal battle right now. She's been in this conservatorship for the past 12 years. Uh, So since 2008, if my math is correct, I failed math so many times. I got, I passed because I'm funny. I swear to God, I begged for multiple choice. Talk about that another time. Um, So people are wondering if this is really in her best interest or does she even need this? Brit's lawyer said Brittany wants someone else in charge of her money and she wants her father to back off. Her dad refuses to step down. Interesting. So Brittany said she's scared of her father and she and refuses to work until he has no control of her career. Because right now he's in charge of everything. So let's let's rewind it back. This all started with the Mickey Mouse Club, obviously Brittany. That's where she started with you know Christina Aguilera. And Ryan Gosling. Is it Ryan Gosling? Yes, Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake. Isn't that funny that Ryan Gosling was on that? I wonder what he says about this. I wonder what Justin says about this. What does Christina say about this? You know Christina's loving this. I'm not really a Christina fan, but that's not that's not for this that's not for this episode. We're all Britney fans, am I right? You wouldn't be here if you weren't a Britney fan. Let's let's be real. She was with the Mickey Mouse Club for only a year, which I did not know that. 
then she went home back to Louisiana where she lived um, and went to high school for two years and lived a normal life. And she played basketball and she enjoyed seeing all her friends. At 15, she made a demo tape and boom, got a record deal because she's Britney Spears. So a family friend became her chaperone. Her name is Felicia. You probably have seen her. I'll post her in the Instagram. She's been with Britney since day one, really. And um, since, you know, Britney Spears's parents were working and, you know, they had jobs and a young daughter to take care of, they couldn't, you know, travel with Britney. So they asked their friend Felicia to, you know, run around with her. Really quick, her father, Jamie, was in and out of rehab for drinking and um, had multiple failed businesses. They interviewed a woman from Jive Records from Brit's first uh, record deal, and um, she said that her father was really only interested in money and said something like, when am I going to get a boat? When is my baby going to get me a boat? So, um, and she said that, you know, her she believed that her mother had her best interest, but not not her father. Um, I thought this was really cute. When Brittany became famous, she um, took out $10,000 and went to her hometown and gave everybody $100 each. Well, most of the people. And I thought that was really cute. So in 2000, Brittany sold over 20 million records that year. And in this time, she was doing Pepsi commercials, Polaroid commercials, You Got Milk ads. Um, and I can't believe all the inappropriate questions people asked her in interviews. In an interview with a guy, he says, To many, you are a contradiction. On one hand, you're a sweet, virginal type. On the other hand, you're a sexy vamp in underwear. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like... I would have fucking slapped him. I really would. That's so inappropriate. She was like 15, 16, 17. I forgot her age, but she's young. Don't ask her questions like that. Side note, in the documentary, they bring up that she blew up when the Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky scandal happened. And um, at this time in the country, we were talking about sex like they have never have before, you know, regarding Bill Clinton and whatnot. So I think they were getting more comfortable with talking about other celebrities like that, unfortunately. Um, and a male interviewer asked Brittany once, um, everyone's talking about your breast. And she's like, my boobs? Like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah. And it's just like, would you ever ask a man a question like that? Like, everyone's talking about your big fat cock. You know, it's like, it's it's crazy that men don't get treated the same way they should i would appreciate that i'm kidding don't cancel me i'm joking no one should be talked to like that look look at me digging myself in a bigger hole anyway um brit's a former tour director kevin not kevin featherline a different kevin um he was talking about britney and he was saying that she wasn't just a puppet in the end she had final say on everything and if she wasn't comfortable with something she would say it because she's Britney Spears and what she said went. Um, so in this time, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake started dating. And um, this is the, the biggest thing because, you know, we didn't really have a celebrity couple like that. Two of the biggest pop stars at the time coming together. And this caused a lot of, you know, tabloids and people chasing them and it was just nuts. 
So people wanted to know everything about them. And in a public interview, she was asked, she was literally asked if she was still a virgin. And she replied, and I noticed she had something in her ear, like an earpiece. But um, my other thing was, I didn't hear the person ask the question. I heard her repeat it. So it was either a translator in her ear or someone sent feeding her the answers to the questions. So she replied by saying, I'm a virgin and I intend to wait till marriage. I would fucking clap back with none of your business. But you know, it was a different time back then. If she said fuck off, they should be labeled a devil woman, you know? Um, so Justin and Brittany dated, I didn't like the way that sounded. So Brittany and Justin, there we go. That sounds better. Brittany comes first. So Brittany and Justin dated from 1999 to 2002. And when they broke up, it seemed uh, that the public had Justin's side. And all the tabloid headlines suggested that Britney Spears cheated on him. And it was all about him, him, him. And um, he also goes as far as portraying her in a music video called Cry Me a River, you know the song, and in the music video, there's an actress that looks just like her with the, you know, that 2004 hat on, I forgot what it's called, she has blonde hair, and she's in a uh, silver Porsche, like Britney Spears had at the time, and um, in it, like, she cheated on him, so people are suggesting that that's Britney, so I thought it was kind of fucked up that he did that. I don't think she cheated on him. And, um, yeah. So, and the next thing I have November 13th, 2003 ABC did an interview with Britney Spears and Diana Sawyer, Diane Sawyer. I hate Diane Sawyer. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Is she still alive? I don't know. She's irrelevant at this, at this point. Um, I feel like it really made Britney look bad. Um, in the interview, Diane implied that like, what did you do to Justin Timberlake? Why did you guys break up? Like, it was Britney's fault. So I thought that was really fucked up. And um, this is this pissed me off to no end. So at one point, Diane Sawyer shows Britney Spears a clip of the wife of the governor of Maryland at the time. Her name's Kendall Ehrlich. And um, in the video, she says, I really... if If I really had an opportunity... I would shoot Britney Spears. I really would. And um, Britney Spears is like taken back. Like, why would you show me this? Like, why would she say that? And then Diane Sawyer says, it's because you set a bad example for kids. Basically agreeing with the woman. And um, this shit would not fly nowadays. You know, like, I think Diane, they would fucking take her head off for that. And I thought it was just like, ha, gotcha, journalism. It's like, you're cornering her and showing her this. And like, Where's Britney Spears' people? Where's her publicist? Like, where's her manager? They should be there, um, you know, vetting the questions and stuff. I thought that was really fucked up. And um, at one point, you could see Diane Sawyer smiling and basically um, waiting for Britney's emotions to get the best of her. So, you know, she cries and boom, ratings. I thought it was really appalling. I thought it was trash journalism. Um, so... Next, in 2004, Britney starts dating Kevin Featherline. He looks like he is straight out of a fucking 7-Eleven in Florida. Sorry, guys, if you're from Florida, you know 
I like you, but move out. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, so at, this is the height of Britney Spears paparazzi. And um, at the time, magazines were paying upward to $1 million a photo of Britney Spears. And um, this was crazy. A million dollars is a lot of fucking money for one for, for one photo. So people were hounding her trying to get the money shot of her, you know, dropping something, cursing, you know, looking bad, looking crazy. They're looking for that shot, trying to get her off, you know, caught off guard and whatnot. But um, in the beginning, Britney Spears um, didn't mind the paparazzi, really. At times, you could see her playing with them. That sounds weird, playing with them. But, you know, she's playing with them, saying jokes to them, saying, are you guys coming to the party tonight? Like a joke. But then it became more aggressive after Britney announced her pregnancy almost immediately every every tabloid was portraying her as an unfit mother and what is Britney gonna do next um so yeah there was famous photos of her falling in New York City with the child and the member of the bodyguard caught the baby and the baby didn't hit the ground thank god and uh the other photo of her holding the baby while she's driving which that's not a good look you know and then the second one, I mean, I'm sorry, the third one was when Britney Spears was in the Mini Cooper convertible and the baby was just, you know, in the back seat. It's just, yeah, it's poor judgment, unfortunately. But, you know, we all make mistakes. I'm happy the baby's okay. But um, she was really crucified for that. And after, she, you know, she got pregnant again, after she gave birth to her second son, um, Britney files for divorce and... Thank fucking God there was a prenup. So Britney Spears files for sole custody of the kids. And then Kevin files for sole custody of the kids the next day. Um, Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' mother, was talking about in her book about how at the time Britney Spears was suffering from postpartum depression. And it's sad because, you know, I at the time you really couldn't talk about mental illness. I mean, you would be really ostracized and no one was talking about it. And nowadays you can't talk about it, which is great. It's getting better, but um, I felt really bad. So at this time, unfortunately, Britney Spears started to really unravel and um, everyone was kind of seeing it before their very eyes. And it was like watching a car crash essentially. And this was the time, you know, when Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan were hanging out and, you know, they got that famous shot of them in the, in Paris Hilton's Mercedes McLaren. And, um, yeah, that's an iconic shot, but actually fun fact, Paris Hilton was interviewed about that recently and Paris said Lindsay Lohan wasn't invited. She actually just came up in the shot and I didn't have the heart to kick her out of my car fucking wish she did but anyway um if this was my sister and or my child or my friend and this was happening to them i would say listen i'm moving you out of california to bumblefuck colorado and we're gonna try to live you we're gonna try to live a normal life get out of the paparazzi get out of the fucking chaos of la and hollywood and we're gonna live in the mountains and we're gonna look at the grizzly bears and we're gonna drive quads and get fresh air that's all I want in life, you know? So, 2007, she shaves her head. You know the photos. She went into the hair salon, 
and asked if they could shave her head and they they refused because they were like so taken back like i'm not taking responsibility for this so they gave her the buzzers and she took the buzzers and started to cut her hair off buzzing it and after actually during she was saying i don't want anyone to touch me i'm tired of people touching me i think it was just like she's tired of all these people around her like you know managers makeup artists hairstylist fucking wardrobe she just wants to be fucking left alone i think so that's what i thought i mean it was drastic but low-key i get what she was saying and honestly looking back i feel really bad because you know i've absolutely made jokes about her at the time because i was young i was in high school and i i didn't really think that it could have been mental illness i thought she was just trying a new thing but like looking at it now it's like she was crying for help screaming for help and um i felt really bad over it so february 21st 2007 kevin and Brittany are fighting over their kids so they're still in a custody battle and um Brittany drove to kevin's house to see the kids and kevin said no well you know Brittany was upset and her and her cousin went to a gas station to pick up some items I don't know what, but I'm assuming some food or something. And then um, they proceed to go back to Kevin's house and ring the gate and Kevin doesn't answer. So this one paparazzi sees all of this, follows her to the another gas station. And it's like, bro, you're, an, you're a piece of shit. He knocks on her door window and proceeds to ask her questions and saying, listen, I need to ask you all these questions and I'll leave you alone. And like, Brittany's like, fuck that. So Brittany, you know, what I'm going to say Brittany grabs the umbrella and beats his car up you know with the green umbrella and everyone's her for halloween it's, it's sad and i think nowadays it's it's in poor taste it's like i know it's a kind of like a iconic pop culture moment but it's really sad when you really think about it so unfortunately this photo paid for his mortgage and probably all of his kids to go to private school so you know, it just added fuel to the fire that, you know, she's a quote unquote unfit mother, unhinged, you know, feeding the narrative, unfortunately. So October 2007, Brittany loses custody of her kids, but is given visitation rights, which is good. Well, it's not good that she lost her kids, but at least that, you know, she got visitation rights. At this time, she fired her manager and started to hang out with the wrong crowd, specifically Sam Lefty. He was just uh, a loser, and he would just basically attach himself to celebrities and try to just mooch off them, basically. And he tried to be her advisor, manager, and according to her parents, he was a big part of her downfall. Uh, on January 3rd, 2008, police were called to Brittany's uh, house because of a custody dispute. She didn't give up the kids and she barricaded herself in her room. She wasn't arrested. She was taken out on a stretcher. She had uh, she was brought to the hospital and given a psychiatric evaluation. Family court judge suspended Brittany's visitation rights to her kids unfortunately so she wasn't able to see them for a minute january 31st 2008 an ambulance came to her house again she was placed on a 5150 hold which is basically 
it's a medical health hold and they keep you and they do they evaluate you and see if you are okay to leave and make sure that you don't try to kill yourself and they just evaluate you. So after the 5150 hold, her father um, gets temporary conservatorship over her and um you know she's not able to live alone and they're worried about her after that being placed under the 5150 um it's weird because her father was granted this and he wasn't even a huge part in her life they don't even know if they got along to be honest i'm making that up i mean it just seems like he wasn't in the picture from what i watched um a conservatorship is really supposed to be in their best interest, helping them brush their teeth, helping them manage their money, making sure they don't get taken advantage of. But obviously there's different levels and pe- some people are super high functioning. Some people are not. So I'm sure Brittany was able to brush her own teeth, but I would be worried that she would be taken advantage of because she's such a nice lady. I don't know her, but she's Brittany. I feel her in my soul. So do you. That's because you're listening to this episode. Um, in February 2008, Brittany's family filed a restraining order against Sam Lufty. They said that he was trying to take advantage of her finances and um and her trying to get access to her house and even drugging her. After Brittany was hospitalized, the court appointed her father as temporary conservator and of her estate. After Brittany was released from the hospital, she met with a lawyer that specializes in conservatorships. Um, Brittany acknowledged that she's not going to be able to resist or avoid this. Um, And the second thing she said to the lawyer was she does not want her father to be the sole conservator of her. She didn't want him to make decisions for her about her medical decisions or her finances. That's, That's what she said to the lawyer which I think is crazy. When the lawyer went to court for her, the judge said they looked at the medical records but is not releasing the information to Brittany's lawyer, and the judge said Brittany is unable to be on her own, which is weird because why wouldn't you share it with Brittany's lawyer and give proof? You know what I'm saying? Where is the medical exam? Where does it say it from a doctor? That's what I would want to know, but the 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 judge did not give him the permission so the court gave her a different lawyer which is weird because i don't know why they, they did that so britney's conservator can control her visit who visits her um and they appointed 24-hour security guards for her access to her medical records communication with her doctors full control of her finances and they make deals for her tv deals movie deals tour deals everything they literally control her life it's been suggested that britney agreed to the conservatorship because she was worried about losing her kids on october 2008 britney had a permanent it it turned permanent the conservatorship and her father is in charge of it she had no say in anything she basically is in prison and they like i said they control everything so britney goes back to Um, work essentially she does guest appearances she's working on an album she finishes the album she's preparing for a tour she eventually goes on tour i saw this tour the circus tour i saw it three times it's fantastic she was great 
Um, but my thing is, if she's unfit to do certain things, why are you pushing her to work? You know, I'm sure she just wants to get out of the fucking house. That's why she agreed to it. Um, she actually talks about the conservatorship in her documentary, Brittany for the record. If I wasn't under all these restraints that I'm under now, you know, with all the lawyers and doctors and people analyzing me every day and all that kind of stuff, like if that wasn't there, I'd feel so liberated and feel like myself when I tell them the way I feel, it's like they hear me, but they're not really listening. They're only hearing what they want to hear. They're not really listening to what I'm telling them. It's like, it's bad. Then she starts crying. And then when she's crying, she says, I'm sad. And it's just so heartbreaking. We love you, Brittany. So let's talk some numbers. When she was doing her Las Vegas residency, she was making $310,000 a show. That translates to about a million dollars a week. The scummy thing is this that I saw in the documentary. I thought this is crazy. Her father um, gets 1.5% of the revenue of the show and all the merchandise. And he actually had to get this approved by the court, which I'm like, you piece of shit. Um, they made an interesting point in the documentary regarding Brit. Brit, Brit. She is living the life of a busy pop star and but they're telling you that she's unwell. Why are you forcing her to do this? And it seems like she's being forced, to be honest. It just seems like her father's only interested in the money, in my opinion. I I think he's a piece of shit, but that's just my opinion, y'all. Um, the next, Britney Spears' Instagram. So in the documentary, they mention Britney Spears' Instagram. So it's weird because it seems like Britney controls her Instagram because all the weird shit she posts, you know, but she doesn't ever mention the conservancy. Um, people are speculating that she's sending coded messages through her Instagram. And in the documentary, they talk about this podcast called Britney's Gram, which I can't wait to check out after I record this. It sounds like a fun podcast. They talk about Britney Spears's Instagram and they dissect every photo and talk about it. Um, so they talk about this particular photo of a wall. It's a stone wall with a hole cut into it. Not a glory hole, gays. Not a glory hole. Calm down. Calm down now. Um, and in the caption of this hole in the wall, she writes, There's always a way out! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. This looks like paradise. I think she's saying, like, I could see freedom. I could see it. I forgot to mention this part. So Jamie's lawyer is called is called Jamie's lawyer is Andrew Wallet. He's a co-conservator. Um, and according to the podcast, uh, Brits Graham, Andrew Wallet was asking f the court for a raise. He wrote to the court, the conservatives business activities have greatly accelerated due to her increased well-being and her capacity to being more engaged in furthering her career activities. The next several years promise to be very lucrative for the conservatives' estate. This conservative should be viewed as a business, as a hybrid business model. Yikes. So she's being fully taken advantage of. Like, clearly, fully taken advantage of. 
Britney canceled her Las Vegas tour because of her father's health conditions. And quote, Andrew Wallet mysteriously quits. And then Britney checks herself into a mental hospital. Like, this is all sketchy shit. So then Britney, the Free Britney movement started. Jamie um, Spears responded to the Free Britney movement in page six, the magazine or the the newspaper all these conspiracy theorists don't know anything it's up to the court of california to decide the best for my daughter hmm. then kevin featherline um puts out a restraining order against jamie spears because he allegedly hit one of the sons and they had a huge altercation her brother britney's brother um, was interviewed in a podcast about the conservatorship um, and he's asked about the free Britney movement and he says she's been in this thing for quite some time now and obviously it was needed at one point and um, now there needs to be some changes and I hope for the best. Then the co-host asked, have you asked her about it? And he writes, she's always wanted to get out of it. In August 2020, Brittany and her lawyer asked if a bank could be her conservator, which I didn't know you could do that. So I guess the bank um, helps you control your finances, I, I suppose. Brittany is strongly opposed of Jamie continuing as sole conservator um, of her estate. She strongly prefers to have a qualified corporate fiduciary appointed to serve in a role. I thought that was interesting. You know, like you're having a bank control all your stuff and not your father. That just shows how much trust she has in him. Actually nothing. Um, I thought it was funny that Paris Hilton was actually interviewed in the documentary and she was saying that I love Britney so much, you know, she's an adult, she should be not she shouldn't be controlled. Um, this whole thing is just so fucked up. So there's more. So this was in court. This is from Britney Spears's lawyer and Britney, and this is a message from them. At this point in her life, Britney welcomes and appreciates the, the informed support of her fans. Britney herself is vehemently opposed to the effort by her father to keep her legal struggle hidden away in the closet as a family secret. That was from Brett and her lawyer. Um, this was read in court. So there's more to this. In this case, it's not an exaggeration to say that the whole world is watching. So basically, Brit and her lawyer are su- are supporting the Free Britney movement. And in the same day, Lynn Spears came in with her lawyer. And this is in court. Um, they did allow the press to be in there, but they didn't let them film. So people were just taking notes in the documentary um, regarding this case. Um, Brittany's father argued that Britt and her have a great relationship. And then um, Brittany's lawyer rebuttaled and said, Brittany's been terrified of her father for years. Brittany has said multiple occasions that she refuses to work until he's no longer managing her career. Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom, and her lawyers told Jamie that she wants new sole conservator of the estate. So she wants to, you know, run things and put Jamie aside and take him out of it. 
Um, there's no secret that the relationship between Brittany and Jamie has been contentious. So, like, she's agreeing with it. So, it's like two against one. Um, but it makes me sad. And um, she says, we're here for Brittany. Lynn wants her daughter to wake up tomorrow and see brighter days. Oh, that makes me so sad. I love Brittany. The judge ultimately decided not to remove Jamie as conservator, but the judge agreed to um, make a bank the co-conservator of her estate. And in the documentary, it said that her estate is worth about $60 million, but I don't think so. Brittany is worth way more than $60 million. Did she spend it all? Where is all this money? You know, she ballpark at least 300 million dollars i mean from the early i mean the i'm sorry from the late 90s till now she has to have more money than that so i'm thinking that's maybe her actual estate like her house and properties but i don't know i have to look into that i thought the documentary was so great once again the new york times did it and definitely check it out it was fantastic but um i have a couple of things i wanted to talk about her boyfriend sam asgari i mean he's so hot he looks like a male stripper he looks like he's straight out of magic mike he could easily be a stripper i didn't realize this but he was in the fifth harmony video um work from home he is the con- hot construction worker which obviously he looks like a you know hot porn star into it I feel terrible saying this, but, um, you know, with celebrities and money and all that jazz, I question his motive because from what I know, he, he was an actor, but I will say it's not like they started dating and he became an actor. They met on set. She asked him out, actually, which I thought was cute. She asked him to go on a date and um, they did. So I will say that. So um, where was I going with this? I don't know. You, you just can't trust anybody in Hollywood, unfortunately, and people's intentions, and they try to, you know, climb that social ladder, unfortunately. But um, I hope his intentions are real. And actually, he came out with a statement recently regarding the Britney documentary. He said, I have always wanted nothing but the best for my better half. Oh, that's so cute. I will continue to support her following her dreams and creating her future she wants and deserves. So this came out Tuesday the 8th, and um, so everyone's talking about it. But supposedly there's a source that says Britney Spears knows about the documentary but has not seen it. Sam also says, I'm thankful for all the love and support she's receiving from her fans all over the world, and I'm looking forward to a normal, amazing future together. That's really cute. So honestly, I do hope they get married or something. She seems really happy with him, but there has to be a prenup in place, and I wish them the best. Um, What else do I want to talk about? Her mom never commented on this. Like, why wouldn't you comment if you want to shed more light on it. I think she should have. And I'm surprised K-Fed didn't talk about it. I'm sure they reached out to him, but he probably declined um, because of his kids, I assume. You know, if the kids weren't involved, I'm sure he probably would have talked. But I think he's protecting his kids, obviously, because they're like 14 now. And, you know, they, they're they aware of what's happening, I think. And um, it's sad. It's so sad. But um, I'm surprised Jamie Lynn, Jamie Lynn Spears is her younger sister. She never 
you know, came out and said anything about it. But um, what what do we not know? There's something we don't know. I think that her sister should take over. Um, do I think it should go away altogether? I don't know the answer to that because my worry is that Britney Spears may get taken advantage of with her finances. And who knows if she might trust the wrong people. You know, she could get married and not have them sign a prenup. That is my concern about Britney. But um, I don't know. Only time will tell. I hope she's well. I don't think she's connected to the world. I don't think she has access to internet besides posting on Instagram. And who knows if she's actually posting it, you know? Maybe she takes these videos and someone else uploads them. I just can't picture her sitting there editing them and adding music. Um, I don't know, though. So I I hope all is well on Brit's end. Um, it, it makes me really sad to be completely honest. Um, I love her. I think she's great and she's a legend and I hope this all gets resolved in the right way. Oh my God, guys. Hi, I recorded the episode and so much shit happened regarding Britney. So, um, it's right now it's the night before this is released. It's Tuesday the 8th at seven o'clock PM. This is released, uh, Wednesday tomorrow, but, um, so much shit has happened regarding Britney. So I'm happy I didn't upload it. Um, so I'm adding this now sit back. I have a lot to say. So Sam, Britney Spears's boyfriend responded on Instagram and he posted on his story and he writes, Now it's important for people to understand that I have zero respect for someone trying to control our relationship and constantly throwing obstacles in our way. Ooh, this is getting juicy. In my opinion, Jamie is a total dick. Okay. Okay. I see you. I won't be going into details because I've always respected our privacy, but at the same time, I didn't come to this country to not be able to express my opinion and freedom. Ooh, shots fired. I wonder if the father will respond. So he wrote that, and um, I think he wrote something else. Hold on. Here we go. So TMZ got him leaving the gym, and the guy, the camera guy goes, is there anything that can be done to repair the relationship, basically, between Brittany and her father? And Sam, this is contradicting. Sam says, I'm not upset with, with anyone, but I said what I said. He is a dick, and that's my opinion. I'm not going into details. So it's like, you're kind of, you you seem upset, <laughs> you know? And the camera guy goes, um, can you guys ever be on good terms? And Sam said, I hope so. Once he starts treating his daughter right, then we can be on good terms. And then the cameraman asked, well said, a lot of fans are concerned with the new Britney documentary on Hulu. Um, how is she doing? And he goes, she's amazing and gets in his car and drives off. Um, I don't, I don't think, I think he probably saw the documentary, but I don't think she watched it. Like I said, I'm sure someone babysits her at her house and she's probably not allowed to watch it. You know, Sam doesn't live there. So I'm sure he goes to his place and watched it or watched it on his phone. So I don't know. It's a fucking mystery. And, um, what else did I want to say? 
So then Britney kind of responded. This is strange. She posted a throwback video of her in Las Vegas. And the caption says, Can't believe this performance of Toxic is from three years ago. I'm reading it in her voice in my head. (laughs) I've always loved being on stage, dot, dot, dot. But I am taking this time to learn and be a normal person. I love simply enjoying the basics of everyday life. Each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. Exclamation point, four exclamation points. We all have so many different bright, beautiful lives. And she did, she does four flower emojis and exclamation points. Remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. Then she does a camera emoji, stars, and five exclamation points. I think she's responding to the documentary, essentially, saying, you know, that, help me, <laughs> I need help. That's what I think. Really quick, could you imagine, hear, hear me out, hear me out, you know, you know Chris Jenner's working in mysterious ways. Now, hear me out now. You know, Kim... <laughs> is going to school to be a lawyer. Yes, you you know that. You you knew that. Yes, it's a fact. Um could you imagine if Kim Kardashian is Britney Spears's lawyer? I don't know if the world could handle that. It's like Beyonce and Lady Gaga doing telephone too. You know, all the gays are anticipating that, but it's not going to happen, but I would fucking die. So Kim, if you're listening to this, rally up. Chris, I know I know you know. I know you could you could do it. If anyone could do it, Chris Jenner could do it. They say in Hollywood, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And free Britney. Thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to watch the documentary. It was great. And um, follow me at Barely Bearable Podcast. Bye, little D's.